Hey, and welcome to the Resound Church podcast. Whether it's your first or your 40th time tuning in, we're so glad you're here and we pray you get something powerful from this sermon. Thank you. Beautiful. Well, good morning, everybody. How are you this morning? That's good. I've got a new iPad. This could be a problem. No, it's not going to be. So... Well, this morning, we are really excited that we are going to have an anointing service. And, you know, I think it's really important that if we're going to do something, that people need to know why we do it. Um, Do you agree with me? You know, I don't want to just do something because it's what other churches do or you see it online and, you know, Uni Hills got their anointing service this weekend. It must be a a weekend of anointing services. Our church in Wollongong's got their services anointing service today. And it's like, okay, so we're all doing this anointing service. And what's the purpose of an anointing service? So I want to see something extraordinary happen today. Do you? Oh, okay. Yeah, no worries. I want to see something extraordinary happen today. Do you? Awesome. Because in the hunger of what we want to see God do, I believe God's going to come and he's going to move powerfully. I believe that people who are carrying sickness in their body, that today God is going to move and cause healing power to flow through their body. I'll go into that in a little bit. I believe that if things are happening in people's marriages where there is some situations going on and they need to see a shift in that, I believe today can be the marking of the turnaround in the name of Jesus. I believe that if you're struggling financially, that today God can come and do something extraordinary and shift that as well and cause a flow of finances to flow into your life. Because do you know why I believe that? Because the word of God says it. And because God wants to do something supernatural in each and every one of our lives in a powerful and a mighty way. I firstly just want to say welcome to all of you who are visiting with us today. It is so great to have you. Thank you so much for coming and being with us. And please, please partake in our service. When we have time with people being prayed over, we would love to pray over you today and anoint you with oil if that's what you would like today as well. But I want to welcome my nephew and my niece in-law, but she's my niece, Um, Nick and Kylie Hewitt. Do you want to stand up, guys? Okay, so Nick and Kylie were living in Queensland, and God told them to move to Melbourne to come to Resound Church. So I'm really excited that they're with us. That was a really weak clap. Let's put our hands together and welcome them in a Resound way. Yep. Thank you. And thanks for those online that were putting those emojis in the, um, the chat. That we really appreciate that too. Is that what they are? Emojis? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm with it. So, all right, let's get back to this, okay? Our series has been Revive, yeah? So today, I really believe that God wants to revive us afresh, If you've never been to an anointing service before, I want to spend some time just to explain what we're going to do. 
You know, in the New Testament, it was very common practice for the Christians to anoint themselves with oil as a way to revive or or to be able to energize their body, to revive. Today, we want to be revived. Some of us need maybe some of those paddles put on our chest, you know? Cha-ching, I'm awake. But we want to be revived in the Holy Spirit. How long has it been since you felt that sense of excitement to be in the presence of God? I hope it's every week. But I believe that we're going to be revived. Your anointing with oil was also a tradition among the Hebrews as a practice of welcoming someone to their home. In the Bible, there is over 100 biblical references to anointing people. And today we want to anoint people for a purpose, not just a tradition. There is power in the anointing of oil. So the primary purpose of anointing with oil was to sanctify, to set the anointed person apart as Kodesh or holy. Kodesh in Hebrew means apartness, sacredness, holiness and sanctify. So in the Old Testament, originally anointing was exclusive to being able to pray over priests and the articles in the temple. But then it was extended to the setting apart of the kings. I want us to look at this passage of scripture, 1 Samuel 10, 1 to 9, which is going to come up on on the screen. It says, Then Samuel took a flask of olive oil and poured it over Saul's head. We are not going to tip a flask of olive oil over your heads this morning. We have just this little bottle and we're just going to put some on your forehead. Is that okay? Yes, so don't worry. Your hairdo will not get wrecked for those. Although it could be really good treatment. Okay, nobody's... All right, he kissed Saul and said, I am doing this because the Lord has appointed you to be the ruler over Israel, his special possession. When you leave me today, you will see two men beside Rachel's tomb at Zelzah on the border of Benjamin. They will tell you that the donkeys have been found and that your father has stopped worrying about them and is now worried about you. He is asking, have you seen my son? When you get to the Oak of Tabor, you will see three men coming towards you who are on their way to worship God at Bethel. One will be bringing three young goats, another will have three loaves of bread, and the third will be carrying a wineskin full of wine. They will greet you and offer you two of the loaves which you are to accept. When you arrive at Gilbert of God, where the gardens of the Philistines is located, you will meet a band of prophets coming down from the place of worship. And they will be playing a harp, a tambourine, a flute and a lair, and they will be prophesying. At that time, the Spirit of the Lord will come powerfully upon you and you will prophesy with them. You will be changed into a different person after these signs take place. Do what must be done, for God is with you. Then go down to Gilgal ahead of me. I will join you there to sacrifice burnt offerings and peace offerings. You must wait for seven days until I arrive and give you further instructions. And as Saul turned and started to leave, God gave him a new heart and all Samuel's signs were fulfilled that day. Here we see in this passage of scripture that 
God wanted to anoint Saul with oil for the purpose of being the king over the Israelites. There was something significant in the anointing of oil. And when he was anointed with this oil, from that moment on, things began to happen. It says in verse 6, after he was anointed with oil, he would prophesy. It says in verse 6, he would be changed into a different person. God gave Saul a new heart. I believe in our purpose of being anointed with oil this morning. God wants to do something fresh in us. God wants to cause a fresh wind to come upon us. He wants to do something that is so fresh, ready for us to rise up and be who God is calling us to be as a church and as individuals in our community. Saul was consecrated to God to be the king of his people. In the Old Testament, it was a ceremony that was often done to symbolise people being consecrated or set apart for the work of God. And Saul was being set apart for the work of God as the king of the Israelites. In Leviticus chapter 8, verse 12, Then he poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head, anointing him and making him holy for his work. Aaron was anointed again, to make him wholly ready for the work of the Lord. I believe with all my heart that God is sweeping across this world in a fresh and powerful way. We are seeing snippets of it on our media, you know, on our Instagrams, on our Facebooks, on our TikToks, on our whatever else we use. But we are seeing it. And we're seeing what God wants to do in our nation and in the nations of the world. But I'm not happy about just seeing it happen in other people's churches. I don't know about you, but I'm like, hey, don't miss us. Come on. Come on, God, we're hungry. Come on. We want you to sweep on us. We want you to do something fresh on us. We want you to do whatever you need to do. Why do we want that? Because there's a world out there that doesn't know Jesus, that is desperate to know Jesus. And I want you to know this right now, that the harvest is so ripe, it's ready for the picking. And unless the believers rise up and allow God to come and do something fresh in their hearts, move upon them in a powerful way, we're not going to see the move of the Holy Spirit like we're supposed to. It's actually dependent upon us. Now, hang on a minute, Ruth. Isn't it God? Absolutely God. And he can supernaturally do it and he will. But he's there saying, you want to be counted in? Then open up your heart. You want to be part of it? Then surrender. You want to do what I'm asking? Then be willing to say, not my will, but your will be done, Lord. God's looking for people that are willing to say, here I am, do whatever you want to do because I'm ready, Lord, I'm willing. See, when we are consecrated to God, we are are dedicating our lives to him, sanctifying it and making it holy. We're not perfect, but we're certainly surrendered. You know, in Romans 12, 1, it says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because all he has done for you. Let them be a living sacrifice and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. I've got to take my jacket off. Okay. 
our heart's desire is to see what happened to Saul. Is that yours? That's mine. I, I want God to do something new in me. I want a new heart. At times when I'm holding on to unforgiveness, when I'm holding on to the anxiety of this world, when I'm holding on to the fears, when I'm holding on to all these things, I actually want to say, Holy Spirit, give me a new heart. Give me a freshness of who you are. Let me know that you are the God of the impossible, the God that can do anything, the God that can change something in the instant, the God that can move powerfully. I want that, Lord. I surrender. If today in your heart you're holding unforgiveness, if there's someone that's hurt you or there's a family member or there's something that's happened, I want to ask you today, when you come to get prayed for, anointed with oil, allow God to do it. Allow him to remove it. Say, Holy Spirit, give me a fresh new heart. Let me know what it is to know what it is to walk in your power and your anointing. Our heart's desire is to want what God wants for us. Anointing is the burden being removed and yoke-breaking power of God. Today, the burden's going to be removed. Who wants that off? Yeah. Anointing is what empowers a man or a woman to function supernaturally. We can't do it in our own strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Not I can do all things because I'm Ruth Swift. Sometimes I think I can. And that's when the balls all start dropping on the ground and I go, oh no, I forgot to let Jesus take control. It's in his power. Anointing is that which enables you to do the supernatural things. There is power in being anointed and consecrated before God. In John 14, 12, it says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I'm going to be with the Father. Let's just stop a moment and look at that passage of Scripture. I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works. If I asked you to put your hand up, don't. (laughs) But if I asked you to put your hand up today and said, do you believe that God can use you the same way he used Jesus? I think a lot of us would sit there and go, I don't think so. But this passage of scripture says really clearly that we can see the same works and even greater than what Jesus saw on this planet. And I truly believe that when we believe what the Word of God says and when we take it to heart and when we place it on our heart and we say, Lord, I believe that when we lay hands on the sick, they will recover. I believe that when the lame man comes in, we will see them walk. I believe that when marriages are failing that we can see them turned around. 
I believe that when people are being plagued with anxiety, that we can see that broken in the name of Jesus. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says so clearly that we will see greater works than we even what Jesus saw on this planet. And I believe today that as we're coming to be anointed, as we're coming to be consecrated before Him, as we're surrendering our life before Him and we're saying, Holy Spirit, come and do whatever it is you want to do. Let us believe that God can use us. Jules, I am so thankful that you shared what you shared today because the problem is our human mind plays games with us and says, you can't do it. You're not good enough. Look at your past. Look at this. Look at that. And the Lord looks and He says, I don't care about that. It's about my anointing. It's about what I can do. And it's about how I can come upon you to enable you to do whatever it is you can do. The Holy Spirit wants to come and touch you. You know, there's healing power in the anointing. In the Bible, it talks about coming to the elders or leaders of the church and being anointed with oil and prayed for healing. Today, we're going to do that. In James 5, 14 and 15, it says, Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick and the Lord will make you well. And if you're committed any sins, you will be forgiven. You should call for the elders of the church. Today at the front of our church, we will have our oversight and our pastors, Mason, and we're going to have Brett and Jess and Josh. And they're going to be standing at the front and Katie Pierce. Too. Sorry, Katie, I nearly forgot you. But that wasn't deliberate because how can you forget Katie? And they're going to anoint you with oil and pray for you. And we're believing for miraculous power of God. Are you believing for that? How awesome will it be if we get testimony? Not we will. Uh, not maybe, we will. Get some testimonies of what God has done in people's lives. You know, in Mark 6.13, and they cast out many demons and healed many people, anointing them with olive oil. This is olive oil today. This morning, I believe as we anoint those of you who need healing power, that we will see the miracles take place today. Can I have the musos back up on the stage? Please. What are you wanting from God today? What do you want him to do in your life? I really want you to ask God. God, will you come and move that? God, will you be with me today? Will you cause healing power to flow? Don't let your human mind play with you. Ah, you've been out for prayer so many times, it's not going to work. Don't let that happen. Come again. Keep pressing in. Oh, Holy Spirit, I just want to feel your anointing on me. I'm ready to go out and do what you're calling me to do. I'm ready to have the shift take place in my life. Then come and allow the Holy Spirit to come upon you afresh. 
we're not doing this out of tradition today. We're not. We're doing this out of a surrender to the Holy Spirit, saying, Holy Spirit, we want more. As people are being prayed for, as you come and I'll explain all of that. We're going to have the worship team singing, praying. The team's not going to spend ages praying with you. But I don't want you to be a spectator today. I want you to press in. Once you've been anointed with oil and prayed for, go back and start to worship. We didn't do much worship before I began to speak because I want you to do that in this moment. I want you to be prayed for, anointed with oil and then just stand there and surrender and sing like there is no tomorrow. Sing like there's no one next to you, but sing to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. What's God going to do in you today? What's it going to do for you? It's not about the person next to you. It's about you. What does God want to do in you today? Thanks for listening through this message recorded live at Brazil Church in Melbourne. You can find out more about who we are online, including service times and our live streams. Have a great week and we'll catch you next time.